0: Hello, word nerds. Welcome to this thing that we are calling a podcast called The Dictionary. I am called Spencer. Hello. Good to meet you. Thank you for joining me. Please bring your friends. They're missing out on something spectacular. First word for this episode is Angora. A-N-G-O-R-A. This is a noun from 1812. One, the hair of the Angora rabbit or Angora goat called also angora wool. Two, a yarn of angora rabbit hair used especially for knitting. Three is capitalized. Three A, angora cat, that's the synonym. Three B, synonym is angora goat. And three C, angora rabbit. Next we have angora cat. It's a noun from 1819. Any of a breed of cats having a long, graceful body and silky, medium-length hair with no undercoat. Broadly, a long-haired domestic cat. And it is from Angora, Turkey. And there's another name for Angora, which is called Ankara, A-N-K-A-R-A. And if I were to use uh, a previous word that I used, let's see if I can find it. Uh, Was it anglicized? No. No. It was Anglicea. So Angora is the Anglicea of Ankara, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. I'm usually wrong. Next, we have Angora goat. This is a noun from 1833. Any of a breed of domestic goats raised for their long silky hair, which is the true mohair? I don't know what the true mohair is, but it's on an Angora goat. And there is a black and white picture of an Angora goat. It has very long, twisty horns that kind of go straight out of its head, and it has a lot of hair, as you would expect. Next, we have Angora rabbit. It's a noun from 1849. Any of several breeds of long-haired rabbits raised for their abundant fine wool especially any of a breed having usually white wool and red eyes. I wonder if the rabbit from Monty Python and the Holy Grail was an Angora rabbit. If you haven't seen that movie, go watch that movie. Next, we have the word angry. It's an adjective from the 14th century. 1. Feeling or showing anger. 2a. Indicative of or proceeding from anger, as in angry words. 2. B. Seeming to show anger or to threaten in an angry manner, as in an angry sky. 3. Painfully inflamed, as in an angry rash. Angrily is an adverb, and angriness is a noun. Next we have angry young man, three separate words. This is a noun from 1941. 1. An angry outspoken critic of... Or protester against an economic condition or social injustice. 2. One of a group of mid-20th century British authors whose works express the bitterness of the lower classes toward the established socio-political system and toward the mediocrity and hypocrisy of the middle and upper classes. I kinda like what they have to say based on this uh, these definitions. Next, we have angst, A-N-G-S-T. This is a noun from circa 1942. A feeling of anxiety, apprehension, or insecurity, as in teenage angst. I think a lot of uh, teenagers especially, a lot of people go through some level of angst. It's just a normal part of growing up, I think. Next, we have angstrom, A-N-G-S-T-R-O-M. This is a noun from 1892, a unit of length equal to one ten billionth of a meter. If you don't know what that means, that means it is very, very, very tiny. Uh, If I'm remembering correctly in my math days, uh, one thousandth of a meter is a millimeter. Uh, And so this is one ten billionth of a meter. And I don't even know what fraction of a uh, of a millimeter that would be I could probably figure it out real quick. Let's see we equal to one ten billion to take out three I think that would just be one ten millionth of a millimeter uh, so if you know how big a millimeter is uh, divided by uh, Ten million. Yeah, do that. Then you get an angstrom Next we have anguish This is the first of two forms. It's a noun From the 13th century, extreme pain, distress, or anxiety. Synonym is the word sorrow. The etymology says this is from the Latin angustiae, which uh, is plural for the word straits, distress. And that is from angustus, which means narrow. It's akin to the Old English uh, enge, which means narrow. And there's more at the word anger. Now we have the second form of anguish. It's a verb from the 14th century. The intransitive definition is to suffer anguish. And the transitive definition is to cause to suffer anguish. Next we have anguished with an ed at the end. This is an adjective from the 14th century. One, suffering anguish. Synonym is tormented, as in the anguished murders. 2. Expressing anguish. Synonym is agonized, as in anguished cries. Next we have angular. A-N-G-U-L-A-R. This is an adjective from the 15th century. 1A. Forming an angle. Sharp cornered. 1B. Having one or more angles. 2. Measured by an angle, as in angular distance. 3A. Stiff in character or manner. Lacking smoothness or grace. That is a really good way, actually, to describe the way John Flansberg and John Linnell of They Might Be Giants dance in their music videos. I was having a conversation about that with some people on a different podcast, Uh, This Might Be a Podcast, and we were talking about their weird dancing, and uh, Angular is actually a really, really good way to describe that. So if you're curious, go look at some of their music videos like Birdhouse in Your Soul and Don't Let's Start and possibly Anna Ang as well. I know I bring up They Might Be Giants a lot, but uh, they're one of my favorite bands, probably my favorite band. Um, And so and I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about them as well. All right. Back to the definitions for Angular 3B, lean and having prominent bone structure. Angularly is an adjective. Next we have angular acceleration. Two separate words. This is a noun from 1883. The rate of change per unit time of an angular velocity. Next is angularity. This is a noun from 1642. One, the quality of being angular. Two is plural, angular outlines or characteristics. Now we have angular momentum, two separate words. This is a noun from 1870. A vector quantity that is a measure of the rotational momentum of a rotating body or system that is equal in classical physics to the product of the angular velocity of the body or system and its movement of inertia with respect to the rotation axis and that is directed along the rotation axis. I'm guessing that most of you are as confused as I am. Next we have angular velocity. Two words. This is a noun from 1672. The rate of rotation around an axis usually expressed in radians or revolutions per second or per minute. Next is angulation. This is a noun from 1869. One, the action of making angular. Two, an angular position formation or shape next we have angus capital a n g u s this is a noun from 1842 any of a breed of usually black hornless beef cattle originating in scotland next and last word for this episode is anhedonia a-n-h-e-d-o-n-i-a this is a noun from 1897 A psychological condition characterized by inability to experience pleasure in normally pleasurable acts. hedonic is an adjective. The etymology says this is from the Greek uh, hedone, H-E-D-O-N-E, which means pleasure, and there's more at the word hedonism. And now I have to pick a word for the episode, uh, and that is going to be the word angstrom, Uh, It's the one ten billionth of a meter. I'm just really interested in um, the cosmos, which could be the the very large or the very small, you know, the universe or the quantum realm. I think it's super fascinating because there's so much that we don't know about the very large and the very small. Um, And Angstrom just fits perfectly in there. I don't really know how it fits in the quantum realm. Um, Is it... Is it part of the quantum realm? Is it much larger than the quantum realm? I may have to look that up, um, but angstrom but, uh, is just an interesting word, and it's very, very tiny. So, yeah, that's my reasoning. Thank you very much for listening. We have finished page 48. We've got a ways to go. Thank you for going on this journey with me, and make sure you tell everybody about it, because it's the best podcast in the world. Thank you, and goodbye.